We're speaking to Professor Dr. Hajah Rugaya Hashim this morning. She is the professor at the Faculty of Administrative Science and Policy Studies at UITM. Thank you so much, Professor, for speaking to us on The Light Breakfast. Sure. I'm also the Deputy Director for Research and Innovation at UITM Chawangan Selangor Campus Puncha Alam. Thank you for that. All now, right. um, Professor, uh, we saw your research online and you wrote a paper about the importance of family dynamics and the environment where siblings are actually brought up to actually determine the factors that cause sibling rivalry. Can you tell us a little bit about the results of that research and that paper? Okay, um, that was, like I said before, is a six-year study and not six years taking. Uh, it I uh, started it in... Uh, 2014, 2015, I got a grant from the Ministry of Higher Education. It was for a fundamental study, but the basis of it was um, we wanted, uh, under the uh, theme for sociology, the cluster, uh, we as social scientists, we wanted to research something that is novel in uh, Malaysia. Right after doing quite a bit of uh, literature review, we found out that um, this is a uh, there is no such policy with regards to any uh, domestic uh, abuse with regards to sibling, um, you know, fighting among themselves, the quarrels. Whereas for nuclear families, that's very, very important because everything starts uh, at the family level, at the mm. micro level. Mm. Okay, so the uh, motivation for that one was also because of the media reports. If you were to check that out on any of the uh, mainstream newspapers, you'll find that there have been a lot of cases where uh, brothers and sisters define among themselves and that has escalated to something uh, that involves, you know, fatalities. Wow, okay. So that one, uh, we, there, there are terms for that. We have sororicide and we have fratricide. So okay. that's another paper that I also wrote. Okay. All right. So what what was the motivation for this research pro project on sibling relationship, or as you call it, sibship? Yeah, sibship is the uh, uh, com combined term for it. The motivation was because number one, uh, we've been doing a lot of reading uh, on the mainstream newspapers. We found out that almost every other week there are incidences of uh, siblings, you know, fighting amongst themselves for whatever reasons. And at the same time, when we check that out in literature on the uh, Scopus and WS databases, there was quite a substantial number of literature that allowed us to go through with this sociology uh, topic. Okay. Uh, especially for Malaysia and for Southeast Asia, in fact, because we come from a very, very conservative uh, society where uh, we don't uh, tell everyone about the skeleton in the closet. This one here, it has been ongoing. In fact, it started during the times of Adam and Eve. We have Abel and Cain, okay? Yeah. In the, um, the, the famous uh, people out there in Hollywood, for example, the Kardashian sisters, they fight among themselves. And if you were to look into the uh, billionaires, you see the Ambani brothers even fight among themselves. So those are, uh, we look at, uh, whether it's going to be healthy or not. Okay. But in my research, uh, we, I look at the negative aspect. How All it's right. going to affect the society uh, holistically if we allow this to carry on. Yeah.
But shouldn't okay. sibling rivalry end at some stage where it doesn't like my brother and I, we argued like crazy when we were kids. But when we got to be like in our 20s, we started getting we started respecting each other. Sure, we mm. dig at each other a bit, but it's not harmful. Right. Shouldn't it stop at a certain uh, age? No, uh, based on our uh, research, it doesn't stop at uh, any 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 age at all. In fact, uh, we can easily uh, forgive, but we can't forget. So those are reservations. Uh, I'd like to have a disclaimer here to uh, let us you know that me and my other researcher, Hashim Ahmed, we are not psychologists. We are not shrinks. Mm. Uh, we are just social science researchers. So that, that disclaimer in itself um, allows us to research in depth, where we find that the sibling rivalry for certain, you know, communities, it doesn't end there, even in adulthood. Okay. And you have to take into consideration the demographics as well. Some uh, siblings are not normal. So we have those that are uh, autistic, you know, stuff like that. So uh, those are elements or factors that can allow for um, sibling fighting among themselves, the tiffs, the quarrels, how it's going to escalate or how it's going to, you know, return to normal. That all depends on the person itself. Wow. Speaking of which, how much of this sibling rivalry is caused by something that you are born with? Like, for example, you are just competitive in nature or, or like you said, autistic or someone with an egotistic personality rather than upbringing in that sense. That's the bad seed. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> uh, when we started our literature review, we found that uh, for animals, it all started even in the womb. So even for uh, families, uh, it is also dependent on the socioeconomic aspect. So like I said before, for social science research, you still have to look at the demographics. Even uh, people with enormous wealth, they still fight among themselves. So we can't name names here, but even uh, those who are poor, they still do fight among themselves. In Malaysia, if you look even at for simplest of things, you know, they fight even for, because of a TV remote control and they start striking each other using knives and mach machetes and whatnot. Okay, so it ends in fatalities. Okay, so it is, it is inborn, as in there will probably be one sibling in your family that is more violent or more angry that will cause sibling rivalry to just spiral out of control? Those uh, emotional parts uh, usually are contained because of uh, tradition, culture, religion, mores. Uh, but uh, we are all humans, okay? There are times when we flare, we snap, even the simplest of things. Therefore, uh, I cannot say, like I said before, I'm not a shrink. So we, we when we researched, we found out that um, usually... Uh, uh, substance abuse has also something to do mm. with uh, siblings fighting among themselves. But the main reason, if you look at um, my research findings, uh, wealth has also got to do with the fights, usually. Mm -hmm. For Malaysia, that is. So the wealthier you are, the more fights you get into with your siblings. <laughs> no, not necessarily. But money has got to do finance, you know, especially now during the pandemic. Uh, it has a lot to do with something that's going to flare, something that's going to start the catalyst mm. to a fight. Mm -hmm. So you see here, um, like I said before, uh, ego is also number one in play. 
Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, if you look at all those dynasties uh, in historical times, greed and power will be the demise of all those uh, kingdoms. Okay. But I mean... As parents of young children right now, mm-hmm. I, I would see sibling rivalry as something that is normal. You know, when they bicker, when they quarrel, and when they, you know, snatch things from each other. You know, is it, is it, is it something normal and to be expected when you have more than one child in a household? Yep. yep. Um, it is normal if you have more than one child in a household. Of course, an only child who's going to be fighting with him or her, but uh, <laughs> the more kids you have, you have more siblings in the family, the chances are there are going to be some sort of jealousy and envy involved. But uh, at an early age, um, it's not going to show that much. But later, as they grow up, especially when they start working and they have families of their own and they have elderly parents, you know, things will even will start to crop up. I think the more, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's okay. It's uh, it's normal for them to be fighting, but this is where parents have also to intervene, okay, to tell them it's not it's not um, good to be you know starting a physical abuse slapping or you know just uh, punchy it's not you don't you start don't start the fight mm. okay yeah i was just about to ask you like how can parents from a young age mm-hmm. teach their children to not fight with each other so that it doesn't escalate into adulthood mm-hmm. See, when parents intervene there's another area where um i i'm not uh, someone who is into uh, family psychology but i can say that uh, when parents intervene at that age and start talking to them, communicating is very, very important. Communicating to them that uh, if you um, are, you know, you love each other very much, the bonding starts there. Then um, even as you reach um, the golden age, you are still going to be a lovey-dovey with your sibling. But uh, if parents do not intervene, especially working parents are just too busy and couldn't be bothered and come back and tired, then it all starts there. You know, as they grow up, they want material things. If you give one sibling, uh, you know, an iPhone 12 and the other sibling only gets an iPhone 6, it's going to start. Yeah. <laughs> World War Three is going to start. <laughs> Actually, a Professor, if you don't mind me asking, because you mentioned age, right? Yeah. Is it is rivalry, sibling rivalry, much more apparent if the 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 kids are kind of closer in age mm. or there was one maybe like maybe eight years, years apart gap exactly, or something. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter uh, for in my research, even with that large age gap, more than five years, more than 10 years, there as they go up, each and everyone have the mind of their own. So, you know, when they, they started comparing, that's the worst part of it. They started comparing, you know, why are you uh, giving her, especially for parents? They do, they do choose. There are favoritism among parents. You see, if you have a, a cuter child, then, uh, you know, fair child, in fact, you're going to love him or her more. So when they start having that kind of, you know, um, uh, being molly cuddling the one that they prefer, then it's going to start. Mm. That's where the seed is sowed for sibling rivalry. Uh, so well, parents, I, I have parents... A, yeah, parents have a big role in, in sowing this seed as well mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. rivalry. I thought mm-hmm. parents don't have favorite kids. That's what they always say, right? I don't. I only no, have no. two. 
they do in fact but just don't show it because when they start showing but we are only human there are times you know when one kid is just so nice to us and we're coming back from work tired then there is a show of favoritism but at the same time you just don't show it to the other one yeah Okay. You, you, <laughs> you have to be tactful about it, right? Yeah. yeah. As they grow up, they observe more. But, you know, with all these gadgets and whatnot, usually are so immersed playing games. And that 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 usually is another sidetrack. But as the, the kids grow older, uh, parents have to mediate, especially when the rivalry extends into their 40s and into their 50s. Parents have got to mediate, not to choose which child that they want to go and say, you know, I'm sorry. You know, saying I'm sorry is a difficulty. You hear the Elton John song. So again, even in real life, that's very hard. Yeah. Apologizing. Okay. So in your, in your opinion, Professor, what should parents do to not cause this unhealthy rift between siblings? Uh, first of all, um, it depends on... It, Demographics, like I said, is very important. It all depends on the family. Sometimes you have two kids, a pigeon pair, one boy, one girl. But some people may have eight in the family, like the Brady Bunch. They do fight among themselves. That's normal. Yeah. Uh, depending on uh, who or what the situation is, if you have parents, education is also very important. If you have parents who allow for them to speak out and be frank, be honest between and among the siblings, you know, that would take care of clearing the air. But if not, it's going to be very difficult where the, the one child may accuse the parents, you are always favoring the, favoring the youngest one. Mm. You know, the bongsu in Malaya, usually yeah. that's the case. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I don't want to be saying that this is stereotype, but when you have a younger child, usually the parents are more um, loving of that younger child. Mm -hmm. So besides comparing, like you said earlier, Professor, what shouldn't the parents do so that they can keep this uh, sibling rivalry at bay? Shouldn't do depends on the age of the children. As they grow older, you know, they should observe but at the same time, they should try to talk it out among themselves. This is where family bonding is very important. Having a meal together is very, very important. Where you talk it out among yourselves. You know, don't keep that in your heart. Because once you have vengeance and revenge in your heart, it's not going to bode well as you grow older. It's gone, you're going to start to drift apart. Mm -hmm. In your research, Professor, did you see? have you seen any like cases where... Um, you know, where siblings actually go through life without actually getting upset at one another and they, you know, they're one big happy family, even with their extended family. You see, Can um, that happen? The, uh, mine is a one-off research where I need to do a second one if I have the time. But if we look at the um, statistics that I have uh, in my paper, you will realize that the age of my respondents, they try as much as possible to hide. It means that when they uh, answered my um, questions, open-ended questions, they were trying to hide because they want to show that they have feelings, negative feelings towards their sibling. Mm. So this is where a second research would come in very handy to support the first research findings. Mm -hmm. Okay, so back to your questions here. Parents, hmm, I'm a parent myself, it's quite difficult because when they 
in the stages of life, okay? When they are in primary school, you can still handle them. Secondary, you know, teenagers is get, getting more and more difficult. But uh, depending on the tradition and the culture and mores, okay, once they start getting married, for those in the Western, once you are on your own, then we don't, you know, interfere with your life. Yeah. You want to come back, you're fine. But you see, for here in Malaysia, especially for the Malays, you have something called the Hari Raya, where, you know, everybody, even uh, in the Chinese culture, we have... Um, Chinese uh, New Year. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah uh -huh. where everybody gathers together. This is the bonding part, which is very, very important. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. When when you don't communicate for years and years, uh, that is the the Grand Canyon of rifts. Okay. But yeah, but uh, as a parent yourself, Professor, you were saying earlier. Um, what do you do when your children start squabbling with each other? Usually, I leave them alone. <laughs> but when it when they start, you know, um, getting physical, then I will interfere. Okay. And then I will get them to sit down and I'll tell them, okay, how many sisters do you have? How many brothers do you have? When I'm no longer in this world and I, when I'm gone, who's going to take care of you? Yeah. You know, you make them see sense. That is, yeah. that is for normal kids. What about for those that are, you know, suffering from, say, autism, mm. you know, all other um, neuro neural disadvantages of a normal kid mm -hmm. so that's going to be very very different but still you have to sit them down and talk it out with them you know try to find see, make them see reason yeah especially now when they are so um, immersed with gadgets they don't do anything else they don't even uh, play with each hands. other right yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay Actually, Even when we have gatherings, you realize, you see, everybody's hanging on to their cell phone. Yeah. Don't talk to one another. That's very bad. Is that okay. worse for sibling rivalry, you think, Professor? Just yeah. everyone being on their own? You see, uh, there's another factor here. You know, the touching part. Now we can't touch one another. But in actual fact, uh, when we start shaking hands or salam, you know, that, that also creates a kind of bonding. Mm. Especially okay. among siblings, that they should, you know. Sometimes, uh, uh, like I said, we are in a, a conservative um, uh, society now where it's difficult for some family members to say, I love you. Mm. You see? Yeah. You get that? Yeah. <laughs> very traditional and very conservative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and is it, will, yeah, will it work if, let's say, they fight? <laughs> they fight I've seen this before uh, I've seen this being done before by other parents when their kids fight they put them in a huge shirt and ask them to hug each other inside the shirt oh that's cool <laughs> yeah that's cool <laughs> but do you see that in uh, Malaysian families no never mm. yeah okay if you were to to uh, slice them into say a metro areas suburban areas and rural areas you don't see that happening putting them in a big shirt yeah. But putting them on a sampan and then, you know, if you don't start growing together, you won't find land. That's an interesting one. <laughs> but professor, is there such a thing as, like, in some Sorry, cases... Sorry, JD, you sound like Thanos now. Oh, really? <laughs> so what was your question again? Yeah, he, he wanted so, to ask a question. Okay. Uh, is there such a thing as healthy sibling rivalry where they, they seem like they're being close to being... They're not fighting, but they're very competitive with each other. Is there such a thing as healthy sibling rivalry? Yes. Yes. 
there is. Um, I will consider that there is, especially if you look at um, in business, <coughs> family business, if the siblings don't work together, how are they going to achieve, uh, you know, marginalized, uh, not marginalized, maximization of profits? Okay. They need yeah. one another. Who, who else can they trust? Yeah. So they, they need to trust the sibling. Okay. But what, what happens, Professor, when you have adult children and they're all married with their own families, you know, and then they have cut ties with the rest of the family mm -hmm. because of just, you know, some mis misunderstanding or competition or just Someone said arguments something. between them, you know. Is there anything that parents can still do at that point when they've <coughs> actually left the household and don't want to have any ties with the rest of the family? Parents are the uh, central for all um, uh, uh, happy family. Parents, you see. So if they cut ties, but they are still in touch with the parents, that's good. Sometimes uh, a wound takes a long time to heal the emotional wound. Uh, even if you were to look into some of the theories, in order to avoid, avoid more fights, you stay away. You know, let it cool. Time mm. will heal. How long though, Doc? What if it's like 15 years, <laughs> 20 years and you haven't seen oh, the that one that brother of yours, you know, you don't even know what they're up to? It's difficult for me to say I have to do more research on that. <laughs> That's a very hard question to answer. <laughs> but I mean, personally, Professor, if you don't mind us asking, do you have siblings? Or do you, are you still in touch with all yeah. of your siblings? Yeah, we do. Yeah? We do. I am in touch with them. Did you have, we have something relationship? We have something called the WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> That's a saving grace, like in in in, in yeah. modern technology. I think the WhatsApp group. It's very important. Like I said before, communication is key now. Since we can't, you know, uh, go from one state to another, uh, the SOP and stuff. So it's very very important for us to communicate. But sometimes uh, we don't communicate as much. That's understandable when mm -hmm. we are so busy with work and family. Okay, so if you you uh, understand that this is a sweet situation with you and you mirror that for other your siblings' family, that would work. Okay. So we done? JD, JD wanted to ask a question just now, right? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm... Okay. No, no. You were asking something. I wanted to ask that also. Uh, oh, did you ever compete with your siblings when you were younger, Professor? Yes. Uh, why are you putting the ball in my court? We just want a personal opinion and uh, what do you think your parents did right with you and your siblings to make you have this strong bond even until now? We, we competed with education. Mm. See who gets the most A's in uh, SPM. Uh, who goes to university, almost all of us did, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So who studied what, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. uh, uh, more than that, uh, I'm not going to vouch and reserve person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'm sure your parents did something right for, for you to, um, yep. for all of you it. to be still a tight-knit family. Mm -hmm. Are they all professors as well, the rest of them? <laughs> 
The, your nope, siblings? I'm the only one. Right. So nobody goes like, my research was better than your research. It, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. When, when you've reached um, uh, Maslow's hierarchy, you know, uh, you start to be like, uh, like uh, this, the Malay saying, um, uh, the more that you learn, the more knowledge that you have, you have to be humble. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even with my um, socioeconomic research, where I have to go to the rural areas, I cannot compare the education level with that of the Kampong people. Okay. And I have to be very, very humble, go down as low as I can, because at the end of the day, I just want to pick their brains. For example, there's this family um, in a park where I am researching on how they can uh, start doing online uh, business because they produce this very, very indigenous um, paste that is only available in that kampong. So you have, you just have to be very humble okay. when you are doing sociolog sociology research and socioeconomic research. So I'm also into uh, things that the buzzword that they are saying right now is the uh, sustainability, you know, the inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. So it all are in tandem with the national agenda where we got to help um, those who are in need of help. All right. Well, any last words, Professor, to parents with children who are just constantly at odds with one another? Uh, well... Practice anger management. Be humble. Life is short, right? So, uh, you know, uh, move on. If some people can accept you as you are, move on. Uh, but what I, I want to say for my last part is to acknowledge uh, the funding that uh, we received from the Ministry of Higher Education, where we managed to uh, write papers and present them and share mm. with some of our Southeast Asian counterparts. Uh, and we got seriously good feedbacks because they too experienced this sibling rivalry where we need to have certain policies, not just child abuse. We have to have um, information reporting policies because sometimes, um, you know, if the the uh, sibling or the child is traumatized, where can he or she go? Yeah. We don't have that alley, you know, for them to go. And then you have still to look at where in the rural areas, they don't reach much and they don't have smartphones because they can't afford it. But who can they go and talk mm -hmm. about it? Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, some of them run away. You have all these social ills cropping up. Is this considered domestic violence if, if like siblings fight among themselves? <laughs> Yes, it can escalate to uh, um, domestic violence. Like I said before in the early part of the interview, um, there is something called sororicide and fratricide. And if you were to even Google the word sibling rivalry, fight and fatality, you will see that it all, some of them uh, ended in um, deaths. Oh man, never knew that it can end up so badly. Yeah. And so before, serious. Yep. Yeah. Before I talk to you just now, I did quite a bit of research just to update on the, the currency of the news. Oh, it's all over the place. Mm. It doesn't have to be in the metro areas, even in the rural areas, you know, especially uh, uh, in substance abuse. They start killing you just because they need money. Mm. Scary. Yep. 
it's it's a bigger burden on the parents' shoulder as well now. I think to make sure that this does not escalate past, you know, violence. Yep, the sixth ship uh, for my other research is on parental abuse. Okay, that's a totally different story now. But it's in the family. Yes. Yeah, everybody's focusing on the child being abused and neglected and maltreated. What about those? You see the baby boomers forming huge portion of the population right now. So what's going to happen if they start having uh, elderly abuse and, you know, parental yeah. abuse and stuff yeah. like that? It has happened. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Professor, for, for telling us a little bit more about your research so that we can understand how bad sibling rivalry can get and, and what we can do as parents to help stifle that, I guess. Yeah. It's been a pleasure.